Welcome to the Communication Design Podcast. I'm Ben Lauren, an assistant professor in writing rhetoric in American cultures at Michigan State University. Today, we're talking to Clay Spinuzzi about his new book, All Edge Inside the New Workplace Networks. My first question for Clay was, what takeaways does All Edge offer instructors of communication design? I'm teaching a class right now coincidentally called network writing. What I'm trying to push my students to do is to see writing as a technology or a set of technologies that have changed over uh, the course of millennia and how those change, not just how we organize, but how we think of ourselves and how we persuade each other. Because you know, persuasion in a hierarchy looks very different from persuasion in a network. So I want to push them towards understanding rhetoric and writing in a more expansive, multidimensional way, uh, one that is based on networks. That pushes us towards changes in the curriculum as well. When we start thinking in terms of rhetoric outside of a hierarchy, we uh, have to start thinking more in terms of how to build bridges, how to learn horizontally instead of vertically, how to focus on decision-making, trust-building, and especially collaboration. As I cycle through these different cases in All Edge, one of the things that really jumps out at me is that these people are all learning from each other. They're all specialists, so they have to learn a little bit about each other's fields, but they're also sort of making it up as they go along. They're sort of rebooting for every project, and that implies a lot more flexibility than our current curriculum tends to prepare students to do. So I think we've got to push forward to, to that sort of flexibility preparation. Preparing students with flexible skill sets makes good sense. But then it made me wonder, if we do prepare students to be flexible, then how can current practitioners respond to these changing networks? I think the question is, what's the future of communication design when we deal with these temporary networks? I think that communicators have to become more flexible, more open to different working styles. I think our communication artifacts also have to do the same thing. That might mean better APIs. It may mean more activity streaming for better ambient awareness. But I think it's, it's going to mean a lot of different choices and possibilities that people assemble as they go. Communication designers assembling ideas as they go seem to suggest a certain openness would be needed to less clear project outcomes. But Clay pointed out that these temporary networks really affect how communication designers collaborate. Here's what he said. I think the real center is collaboration. And collaboration suddenly looks really different for people working in these temporary project-oriented networks. The collaboration is centered in the shared project objective. So they have to be able to establish what that central objective is. They have to be able to create trust, loyalty, and standard operating procedure around that shared project objective. It's inherently multiple. I discussed that a little bit in the book, but it has to be coherent enough that it can hold people together. Authority and trust start looking different. It's much more horizontal, but also things like the pace of work, the conditions of success. All of these start changing, and I think they have to become negotiated in sort of an ongoing fashion. And because of that, one challenge is that of establishing and maintaining expertise. Now we know what expertise looks like in a hierarchy. You start at the bottom, you work towards the top, you'll learn more as you go. But in a non-hierarchical environment, 
What does that look like? Uh, people can't coast on the institutional knowledge of their college or their previous jobs forever. So I think we're going to have to start figuring out how horizontal learning works, how you create expertise through horizontal learning, how do they learn from each other when all of their teams are, are specialists and they inherently don't want to learn somebody else's job. You know, if I'm a copywriter, I don't really want to learn how to be a graphic designer. I just want to hire the graphic designer. How do I become a better copywriter? Fostering cross-connections because of that becomes really important, especially when you don't know who you might need next. And so we saw a little bit in terms of co-working and social media in all edge for helping people to make those cross-connections. But I think we're going to see a lot more development in this space. I don't know what the next co-working is, the next Slack, the next Craigslist, but we're going to start seeing variations of all of these because people have to be able to pull together those, those project-oriented teams, and they, they have to be able to do it rapidly with swift trust. These temporary networks seem to require a strong skill set in open, empathetic communication, something that I imagine many communication designers feel comfortable with. Next, I asked Clay to reflect on what he thinks this means about the broader field of communication design, and he suggested some important ideas for how we think about organizations. We've been talking about the learning organization for like 20, 30 years, and now I think we're going to have to start talking about learning unorganizations, you know, learning individuals, creating their own career paths and figuring out their own education. That may include short certification courses through universities and colleges, but I suspect it's, it's going to move away from that sort of certification pattern and more towards individual learning for learning's sake. I think it's also going to be a competency that really separates people out. Not everybody is going to be geared towards continual learning. I think there's always going to be a place for hierarchies in this world, for markets in this world. And so I think people kind of separate out into different places. Right now I'm looking at entrepreneurs and they are really fascinating because they're sort of on the bleeding edge of putting themselves out there, learning rapidly, learning as they go, failing sort of as a career move. We hear this thing about how you have to fail faster, which always sounds horrible, but you know, you've, as long as you fail in small controlled ways, it's a great way to learn. I think fail faster is, is going to be a big deal for adhocracies. As teams learn to fail faster, it seems the big challenge might be learning how to fail productively as part of just a temporary team. For my final question, I asked Clay to reflect on how he believes future employment trends might be affected by the research he did in All Edge. And although he starts with a joke, he makes a valid point about preparing students to have a flexible skill set when they enter the workforce. I'm risk averse, which is why I'm in the last bastion of lifelong employment in the United States. You know, I'm a tenured professor. I like that. I don't, I don't feel like eating ramen and uh, just hoping somebody's going to take up on my pitch. But I think we have to be able to be open to those skills, to teach those skills, and to prepare people for that sort of extreme flexibility. I, I think it's going to be an important part of many of these students' lives and an important part of our economy. All Edge, I really wrote so that hopefully anybody could pick it up. And, uh, you know, I understand that it's been assigned in some undergrad classes now, which makes me very, very happy. 
uh, I think it, it should be uh, accessible to a lot of people. And I hope that it's going to help people, you know, think through what these changes are really from a professional communication standpoint. So we can really understand how professional communication has an impact on the world. And this is where part two of our interview with Clay Spinuzzi ends. If you haven't had a chance already, consider picking up a copy of his most recent book, All Edge, inside the new Workplace Networks. I'm Ben Lauren, and this is the Communication Design Podcast. Thanks for listening.